I just want to thank our partner, Mira Fertility Tracking, for working with us to help women to get connected to the opportunity to actually measure hormones at home. It is the technology that I personally use during my menopausal transition. It was life-changing for me. You can find more information on Mira on our website at menocoaching.com, and you can also find it on our show notes. We look forward to supporting you and your hormone transition. Supporting your genes and optimizing them through the lifestyle modifications, through the supplementing, and through the dietary approach. It's that three-pronged approach. So that comprehensive blueprint is completely changing lives and it's making so much more sense for people when they can see it on paper and go oh my gosh that's why xyz hello and welcome to what i wish i knew i'm your host irene ortiz glass What I Wish I Knew is dedicated to providing women with information and a guided path to finding purpose, healing, and joy. It is to give women permission to go inward during the time of perimenopause and menopause to find their inner compass while also actively making choices to thrive in life during this transition. In this season, we're focusing on issues and challenges during the time of menopause and I will share what I wish I knew. So today's podcast is focused on genetic testing, which is an incredibly powerful area, Um, gives us a lot of insight into what's going on with our bodies during this time. And our guest today is Rhiannon Newharth. Rhiannon is a certified functional nutritional counselor, a board certified health coach with the American Association of Natural Wellness Coaches, and a board certified member of the American Association of Drugless Practitioners. So, Rhiannon, I can't tell you how thrilled I am to have you here. We've already had so many wonderful conversations. Um, Just maybe to get started, tell us a little bit about your journey into genetic testing and what what brought you to this place. Yeah, thanks so much for having me here, Irene, today. Um, So when I was actually 12 years old, I wanted to be a cytogeneticist. And if you're not familiar with what that is, essentially, I would be working in a lab, looking at different types of samples and uh, doing karyotyping. So matching up the different parts of the the, um, the chromosomes to put them together and see if there's any abnormalities. And so I strayed away from that in college because some college certifications and things that you have to do for classes just didn't align, right? Like chemistry was not my thing. So I ended up switching my undergrad to Native Studies, but um, I went into education. So I ended up still teaching science and social studies. But my journey really from there started with my daughter's health. Um, I had her and after about three weeks, we knew something was going on with her health. And from there, it just started that rabbit hole of what's next? What's happening? Why is this happening? Because nobody had answers for us. And I know that I'm not the only one that's experienced doctors that don't really give you answers or were gaslit by doctors like, oh, it's fine. Or, oh, you you know, you're the crazy mom, you know. And um, it got to be at the point where, you know, three months old, she had bacterial pneumonia. um, And I knew something wasn't right. She was having recurrent respiratory infections every four to six weeks, about two weeks at a time constantly on rotation of antibiotics. And it was about, she was almost two when I finally did enough research that I'd figured out what I thought was going on with her. And that was um, an IgA deficiency. So I texted her pediatrician on a Sunday night and said, hey, I think that 
you know, she's got this going on. Um, and the pediatrician was like, yeah, I think you're right. Let's test her. And that $29 test, like, you know, answered all the things. Didn't give us a, a solution to the problem, but sometimes just knowing what's happening is a sigh of relief, right? Yeah. And so that's really what led it for us. And then over the years, being on all those antibiotics completely destroyed her gut. Uh, we ended up moving states from Nebraska to Missouri and her new pediatrician, we'd gotten into her office at simultaneously at the same time as she was experiencing um, a head to toe yeast infection because you know her gut floor was completely thrown out of whack. And that's when I decided that we're not doing this anymore. We're not doing the medication anymore. This is not working. It's not sustainable. It's not healthy. It's not good for her. And um, then we moved again, moved to Florida for her health because the warm weather was great for her. And so we moved and had another great pediatrician. And that's when we found out about MTHFR. That's where that whole journey began for, for me diving down the rabbit hole again. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, you know, MTHFR is what nobody understands, right? And it is, I've told you myself, my own personal journey yeah. has been that MTHFR was one of the unlocks for me, mm -hmm. for me being well and healing. Can you tell us a little bit about what is MTHFR? It sounds like a really bad word. So <laughs> maybe, maybe explain why should we even care about that before we get in a little bit more into genetic testing? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, the thing is, is a lot of people tend to isolate MTH MTHFR as, you know, like it's the be all end all, right? And, and the reality is, is it works in conjunction for or against us with other simultaneous genes. And that's why testing is so important. But MTHFR has to do with methylation and detoxification of our bodies. And that's not just through detoxing chemicals, but also hormones and moving those through. And as you know how important that is because estrogen dominance causes an issue and then you have issues with histamine and you know it's all connected. And so often people go to a doctor and they find the thing, but they don't look at the overall big picture. Your, your cardiac system, your, you know, your heart system, your respiratory system, all these things are connected. And they'll go to a cardiologist to be like, oh, well, you've got this one issue. You, here's some medicine for that. And then you go to the GI doctor. Here's your one issue. And here's some medicine for that. But no one really takes a peek at the overall body and how it's functioning together or not functioning together. And that's really where I come in with what I do. So tell us what you do. What is your approach to genetic testing and what can it tell us about our bodies, in particular hormones? Because I know MTHFR is big for estrogen dominance, detoxification of hormones, um, you know, methylating for our brain, right? I mean, for me, it was really, I was not methylating. And so I was having a lot of like issues with cognition and issues with, you know, some moodiness and some like anxiety. And I mean, as soon as I started taking a supplement and, you know, not even a medication, I felt mm -hmm. so, so much better. So what is the approach that you take in your practice to help women with hormones and to help them, you know, what, what is, what is the process? Yeah, absolutely. So what I like to do is I like to allow your genes to do the talking because we have enough of talking heads <laughs> between the internet, between doctors and a lot of generic advice, especially for MTHFR. You know, you'll see a lot out there of take a methylated vitamin and you'll feel great. But I have a lot of people that can't tolerate methyl vitamins. Yeah. They can't tolerate, you know, any folic acid, obviously, with MTHFR. And so the one of the first questions I ask people is, are you taking a methylated vitamin and how are you feeling with that? Mm -hmm. And the reason I ask that right off the bat is because then I will know if they're sensitive to methyl donors, if they have increased anxiety or depression since starting that methylated vitamin. And I've had people that I've talked to over the course of, you know, the last few months even 
that have said, you know, oh my gosh, I started it. And within a few days I had anxious thoughts. I was suicidal. I was this or that. And it's terrifying for me to know that these doctors are just recommending this without any sort of alternative or, you know, it's just a blanket one size fits all, which that's not how our bodies are designed. And so it's frustrating. So I just allow those tests to do the talking, get to know them and their bodies a little bit, what they're really struggling with because brain fog, fatigue, all those things are very, very, very common in dealing with these issues with MTHFR, because if you're not methylating and you're not detoxifying, all that stuff is just recirculating and sitting back in your body and you're not going to find relief. But optimizing your genes through your lifestyle, through your nutrition, through supplementation is what that blueprint allows us to do and create an optimal roadmap for you. So that way you can have your genes functioning properly and not be <laughs> sitting here going, why am I like this? Is it me? And then doctors gaslighting and telling you, you're just going to have to live that way. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting. There, MTHFR is like the hot vibe, right? It's the one everybody talks about because it's, you know, right. very key to, to to methylation, very key to cleaning mm -hmm. out toxins. But there's many others. I mean, I think another one that yeah. has been important for me is COMT. So understanding mm -hmm. how I break down um, the, their neurochemicals, right? Adrenaline and some of those things that, you know, I make a lot of, but I don't break mm -hmm. down easily. And I know that also impacts, you know, the way we think in our moods and the way yes. we feel with stress. And so can you tell us a little bit about the impact of this genetic testing and how we manage that? Because stress is a part of all of our lives, but if we can't break down the chemicals, you know, what I, what, the best term someone used working with me a long time ago was, you're you're on you're in a traffic jam, Irene. When you get stressed and when you're in high octane mode, you go really well for a while. Then you just are in a traffic jam. And so I've mm -hmm. actually, you know, reminded myself from time to time I'm having a traffic jam. I need to take a break. Yeah. It's a hundred percent true. And you know, I when I work with my clients, I do so in a three pronged approach. So I teach about the nutrition. I teach about detoxification and how important that is. So that you know, a lot of people are running into endocrine disruptors every single day by things that they don't even think about. And so removing those from the home as much as possible because we're never going to escape all of them. Let's be real. The air we breathe, the water we drink, it's got stuff in it. <laughs> and That's so right. if we can reduce what we're cooking on, what we're storing our food in, those types of things, that's going to be a huge factor as well. But the last part, like you mentioned, that stress piece, if you're with Comte, whether that be fast or slow, if you're not able to process those things on a normal level, they're going to build up and cause a traffic jam. I like to refer it to it as like you're driving a car and one of your tires flattens and the rest yes. of your car is like wobbly and shaky, right? Like the whole system's not going to work right if one thing is not working right. Yeah. So that can cause backups or um, maybe you're moving it too fast then that's going to cause an issue too. So being able to isolate and identify which um, which SNPs are going to be problematic based on your cellular pathways is the approach that I take. So working with the top three, and then we can work with the next three, and then so on and so forth until you feel like you've got a handle on this. I think I know what I'm doing now. So. And what do you notice with, you know, the perimenopausal transition and women? Like, what do you notice about, you know, those cases when you deal with them? And how can genetic testing support, you know, better decision making for hormone therapy? Because clearly women are, you know, coming to me saying, I need HRT. I don't even know where to start. I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. But, you know, I, and I tell them I, I would be weary of doing anything until we know how your body actually uses these hormones. I mean, do you have any thoughts right. on that? 
Yeah. So just a couple things like higher estrogen, it's going to trigger more histamine, for example, which is going to trigger more estrogen, which can cause dysregulation in body temperature. So think hot flashes, right? And generally, if you have high histamine, you're a poor methylator too. So all of these things play a factor. Your hormone dysregulation can come from mast cell degranulation. It's, it's not just like, hey, my hormones are out of whack. It's why are your hormones out of whack? Like, yes. what, what's going on in there, right? Yeah. So it's important to look and see if they are um, processing methyl estrogens well, if they have proper adrenal function, because um, imbalanced cortisol response when histamine's elevated can cause issues with sleep-wake cycles and body temperature. And we do find that most people often feel better in their luteal phase. Um, mm. But knowing too that also estrogen downregulates Dow, which is going to help to break down histamine, for example, all these things are so important to know. So it's really taking all of the pieces of the puzzle, looking at your blueprint and going, hmm, this one's interesting. Let's look into that one a little bit more. And how does that come into factor with this one over here? So we can really look and see a comprehensive approach. And then I can say, all right, if we haven't already, let's look into Dutch testing to see in real time where you're at and how these genes are playing a factor. Yeah, and that's what we use in the practice is Dutch testing mm -hmm. and highly support the idea of genetic testing. Like I said, I, yeah. I wouldn't have been able to unlock the full healing. I have a lot yeah. of issues with detoxification. I'm on a patch and I don't have ovaries and that patch is regulated through my own efforts to detoxify through supplementing for MTHFR yeah. as well as eating certain things and green tea for my you know COMT issues. So it's like yep. the simplest things can he help heal. Um, yep. Tell us about the actual genetic test that you use. If if those yep. that are listening today decide they want to move in that direction with us, what what is it called and how is it different? I mean, there's a lot of genetic tests out there, so people can get confused. Maybe clarify that a little bit for us. Yeah. So I have a lot of people that will come and be like, well, how is this different than a 23andMe test or something like that? And it's completely different because a couple things. One, a lot of tests that are out there are just going to tell you um, plus, 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 minus, 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 and that's it. And they're not going to give you any details. Your doctor's not going to know how to support you. They're just going to say, here's your result. Have a good day. Right. And that's the experience that we had. And she only tested for the C677T. She didn't even test for 1289C. So like knowing that you have one, that's great, <laughs> but you need a more, um, comprehensive approach to looking at genetics. It's not just that one size fits all. So what I do with this uh, testing and how this is different, for example, is you get a complete genetic blueprint with this. So it's going to give you the top three pathways that we need to work on first. It's going to tell you the lifestyle modifications that you should be making, whether that be, hey, you should be doing swimming. And if you already love swimming, then you're like, oh, that makes sense. I love to swim. So I'm going to swim some more. Uh, maybe that's meditating, having weekly massages, qigong, your genes will tell you what types of activity are good for your body. The other thing is it's going to be able to tell me, hey, these supplements are a good idea based on these genetic factors. And it's gonna tell me what foods that you, that you should be eating. So knowing that in those top three pathways, you and I can work together to create a comprehensive blueprint just for you to say, okay, for the next three months, we're gonna work on these three things and this is the foods that you should be eating. These are the ones that you should be avoiding and these are the supplements we're going to integrate. Now, with the caveat of we're not doing everything at one time. Right. I like to ease in because there could be one thing that either does the huge difference for you or it could set you back and we need to be able to identify that, not make guesswork. So having that blueprint, it's around 31 pages. It does show you, you know, 
wear on all the systems that are high, very high, low level, tests 160 different genes. So it's not just gonna give you the plus, 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 minus. You're literally gonna have a roadmap for your health that's never gonna change. Your genes are, are what they are. <laughs> so I really feel like they should be doing this on babies at, yeah. at birth so parents can know these things. Um, but I have a lot of parents coming to me now like, you know, what, how is this going to affect them long-term? You know, yeah. what if I find something out that I, I don't wanna know? And I'm like, well, you can prevent the thing that you don't want <laughs> right. by eating better, right? right? Like, And so supporting your genes and optimizing them through the lifestyle modifications, through the supplementing and through the dietary approach, it's that three-pronged approach. So that comprehensive blueprint is completely changing lives and it's making so much more sense for people when they can see it on paper and go, oh my gosh, that's why X, Y, Z. It makes yeah. so much more sense now. And it gives them that validation that doctors have been brushing aside often. Yeah, I mean, it's the why. You know, it's uncovering mm -hmm. the why. It's not just, I'm symptomatic, yep. here's a pill. It's There's a why to this and we need to yep. solve for that instead of just throwing pills at the problem or, you know, quick fixes because we are Absolutely. a system and we believe in seeking the system, systemic approach to healing yep. all the way around and hormones and genetics are play together, right? In a very, yep. very intricate way. So tell us how people can find you um, if they're interested in reaching out to work with you. What What's the best way to find you? Yeah, so you can find me on TikTok at mthfr underscore coach. You can also find me on Instagram or Facebook. Um, you can find me on my website at revitalizing-wellness.com. And you can also email me at mthfrcoach at revitalizing-wellness.com. That's wonderful. I really appreciate you being here today. And for those of you on today, you can also find Rhiannon's information on our website, mentalcoaching.com, along with videos that we offer on demand. These podcasts will also be available to you to download and listen to or share with others. Please make sure and give us your feedback. We care about what people think. If these are helpful, we want to reach out and help more women going through this transition to get the help they need to heal and look at the whole body as a system. So please make sure and do that. Um, the book, um, The Body Whispers Before It Screams that I wrote will be out in October. Very excited about that. And we also offer coaching services online as well. So lots of resources for everyone. Um, our, our goal is that everyone can find health and healing and thrive again, even during this period of menopause. So Rhiannon, thank you for being part of our team and a resource to our folks. We're so grateful to have time with you today. So thanks again. Absolutely. It's an honor to be here. What I Wish I Knew is produced and distributed by EIQ Media Group, LLC. Elevate your emotional IQ with podcasts and content focused on leadership, mental health, spirituality, women's health, overcoming adversity, and more.